welcome to Baptist Perspective with Jimmy Barber. Whether you're listening while driving home from work, sitting with a hot cup of coffee, or making dinner, we hope this podcast will be thought-provoking and edifying. Now, here with today's episode is Jimmy Barber. Thus far, in looking at faith in relation to justification, we first showed that the terms justified by faith or justification by faith are often misunderstood and that in defining the general understanding of the phrases leads to confusion. Then we quoted Romans 3.28 and 5.9, Galatians 2.17 and Titus 3.7 to show that the scriptures declare that we are said to be justified by faith, blood, Christ, and grace, and that all of these terms in reality are testifying to the same thing, that is, the person and work of Christ. Next, we noted that the death of Christ is limited to the elect, sheep, or believer, and these are the only people that are justified. Too often people who profess to believe in justification by faith and profess to believe that the death of Christ was only for the elect present a gospel that implies if one will simply exercise their faith, they will be justified. In fact, we previously supplied quotes from various well-known commentators to show this. Furthermore, we referenced the meaning of substance, as found in Hebrews 11.1, 1, that says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We saw that the translation of this word is found in the King James Version to be better and more definitive than many of the modern translations. The Greek word is hypostasis and is translated person in Hebrews 1.3, when speaking of Christ being, quote, the expressed image of, end of quote, the person of God. In other words, Christ is the very foundation and substance of God, as faith is the substance of things hoped for in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Substance is more foundational and substantial than such words as confidence, certainty, being sure, or assurance, as found in some of the modern translations. As stated before in a previous podcast, quote, faith is the real existence, the essence, the essential part, the vital part, the stuff of things for which we hope. Faith is not a dream. It is not self-persuasion. It is not the product of one's imagination or something which has been conceived in the mind by emotional desires, end of quote. That faith is something produced within man and is a leap in the dark is usually the contemporary concept of faith. But in reality, this is mysticism and or existentialism. In reality, faith cannot actually be unless that in which it rests 
is in actual fact. Faith cannot create. Faith cannot produce something that does not already exist. Faith is the substance of that which is expected to exist. Faith does not justify. A person must first be justified by the person and work of Christ. Faith is reality, real existence, essence, or stuff of that which is hoped for, or that which one expects to receive. It is not derived by the confidence or assurance that is conjured by a person's inner thoughts, mental process, or human will. Modern translations have done more to cloud and obscure the truth and meaning of faith than to simplify the truth. We ended our previous podcast by supplying a quote from William Giles Stiles, who lived from 1842 to 1914 and who was a strict and particular Baptist in England. He stated, We believe that faith should be regarded firstly as a principle or faculty imparted by the Holy Spirit to every regenerated person. Ephesians 2.8, Philippians 1.29, 2 Timothy 1.5, 2 Timothy 1.1. And secondly, as an act which arises from the existence of this principle and which specially characterizes the true children of God. Mark 4.40, 11.22, Romans 4.19 and 10.17, 2 Corinthians 1.24, Ephesians 3.17, Colossians 1, 4, and 2, 5 through 7, 1 John 5, 4, Hebrews 6, 12. That's from Stiles' Manual of Faith and Practice, designed for young and inquiring Christians, as printed in 1897 on pages 186-187. I desire to pick up our discussion today regarding the first consideration of faith, faith as a principle. We have previously addressed this in our studies, but I believe it to be profitable to give attention to this important truth again, since there are some, Albert Barnes for one, that deny this. Though quoted in a previous podcast, note the words of Barnes as follows. Faith is always an act of the mind. It is not a created essence which is placed within the mind. It is not a substance created independently of the soul and placed within it by almighty power. It is not a principle, for the expression a principle of faith is as unmeaning as a principle of joy or a principle of sorrow or a principle of remorse. God promises the man believes, and this is the whole of it. While the word faith is sometimes used to denote religious doctrine or the system that is to be believed, Acts 6, 7, 15, 9, Romans 1, 5, 10, 8, 16, 26, Ephesians 3, 17, 4, 5, 1 Titus 2, 7, etc. Yet, when it is used to denote that which is required of men 
it always denotes an acting of the mind exercised in relation to some object or some promise or threatening or declaration of some other being. And then he refers to his comment, that is, uh, Barnes' comments on Mark 6.16. This is from Barnes' comments on Romans 4.3 is found in The Sword Searcher. The Scriptures declare that faith is the gift of God, Ephesians 2.8. Barnes said that faith, quote, is always an act of the mind, end of quote. He further said that, quote, man believes and this is the whole of it, end of quote. Though Barnes denies that faith is a principle, there are others who differ. See the following. Where is boasting then? It, it is excluded. By what law? On what principle? Of works? Nay, but by the law or on the principle of faith. That's in Jameson Fawcett Brown's unabridged commentary as found in Sword Searcher on comments on Romans 3.27. Commenting on 3.27, William R. Newell wrote, Where then is the Jewish boasting? It is excluded by what manner of law of works, nay, but by the law of faith. By what manner of law, of work? Not at all, but by a law of faith. Law in this instance is rule or plan. This law or principle of faith applies not only to our justification, but to every aspect of the believer's life hereafter, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. That life which I now live in the flesh, I live in faith, the faith which is in the Son of God. That's from Newell's book, Romans, verse by verse, and that's found from Sword Searchers uh, on comment on Romans 3.27. A.T. Robertson commenting on Romans 3.27. It is excluded. First, aorist, effective, passive, indicative. It is completely shut out. Glorying is on man's part, nay, but by a law of faith. Strong negative, and note law of faith, by principle of faith in harmony with God's love and grace. That too is from uh, Robertson's Word Pictures, as found in the Bible program of Sword Searcher. And then, commenting on Romans 3.27, Robert Hawker said, Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Everything is excluded in the creature, while Christ alone is exalted in the infinite greatness and glories of his person and in the infinite merit of his work. In his blood shedding and righteousness, the Jew and Gentile are distinctions but in name, while Christ is all and in all. For God, as a covenant God in Christ, is the God of both, 
in every individual instance of his church, given by God to Christ and chosen by God in Christ before the foundation of the world. Ephesians 1.4 This ancient settlement of eternity took place not only before the name of Jew or Gentile were known, but before sin had entered into the world to make those distinctions. Yea, before the world itself was called into being, and therefore as the church of Christ had being in Christ from everlasting, the recovery of the church from the Adam fall by sin in this time state of her being had been all along provided for, and Christ's people, whether Jew or Gentile, were his and the objects of his love and grace and favor from all eternity, so that he, that is, the God in covenant for the Jew, is also for the Gentile, seeing it is his justification of them, whether circumcised or uncircumcised, and not their different claims to favor, which becomes the cause of their acceptance. And so far is all this blessed and approved way of being wholly justified by Christ from setting aside the law that in fact it becomes the only establishment of it, since it proves that rather than one jot or one tittle of God's holy law should fail, the Son of God shall fulfill all its righteous demands and give his soul an offering for sin for the breaches of it by his people. And it is the joy of all the redeemed as well in heaven as earth that by the obedience and death of Christ, the Son of God in our nature had done more to magnify and make honorable God's holy law than could have been done by the unsinning obedience of the whole creation of God to all eternity. Daniel 9.24 That's from his poor man's commentary as found also in Sword Searcher on Romans 3.27. Though Hawker did not use the word principle, he clearly stated that our justification is solely by the person and work of Christ for his elect children given to him before the world began. This declaration is that justification is not due to our faith, nor is our faith imputed to us for justification, but our justification is based on the principle or law of faith, which is simply the person and work of Jesus Christ. I desire to supply another quote from the English Baptist Israel Atkinson, who lived from 1817 to 1881, showing that the law or principle of faith is simply the Lord Jesus Christ, or, in other words, the person and work of Christ. But our time is up for today. The Lord willing, we will supply the quote from Atkinson and enlarge somewhat regarding the principle of faith in our next podcast. Farewell. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Baptist Perspective. We archive our episodes so you can go back anytime and listen again. Do you have a question about something you've heard or just want to let us know you're listening? Visit us at baptistperspective.wordpress.com. That's baptistperspective.wordpress.com. Thanks again for listening.